hello everyone, Skippy's here. Today I'm going to talk about the book. I know you're hoping it will be a mindfulness book. I can say that it was mindfully read. That's that much for the mindfulness. I know I should be doing a bit more, but to be honest, let's recap what I did <clears throat> over these last one, two, three, three and a half days. I was sleeping. I ate something. We already talked about that I'm not very nice when I'm hungry. I was reading. I did a little bit of a yoga and I attended one uh, meditation webinar. And then I just repeated the rest of the things. Majority of that would be that I was just reading. This was just purely a reading weekend. Therefore, I'm really sorry. Mindfulness will be next time because... I finally read again the first and the biggest novel of the series, Rivers of London, by Ben Aronovich, the first book with, guess what, the title, Rivers of London. Da-da-da! Okay, jokes aside, it is a story about probationary constable Peter Grant, who dreams of being a detective in London's Metropolitan Police, also called the filth, for those who are not the part of the police. Well, Peter might be very keen and very hopeful. However, his superiors uh, plan to assign him to the case progression unit because there he should be doing the paperwork because, as it looks, that's supposed to be uh, the best possible career for Peter, at least according to his superior plans. Until our lovely Dolly, Peter, one night after in aftermath of a puzzling murder from a witness, uh, to be totally precise, from an eyewitness. The only trouble with this, because that murder is very grisly and nasty looking and it really looks like a big trouble, the trouble is with the eyewitness itself. I should say himself or herself, but the eyewitness is a ghost. And if you are guessing that this is going to be a trouble because where the heck are the ghosts coming into the story? Well, this is a urban fantasy book. And even in that alternative version of a London, meeting a ghost is not very common thing. Like, very, very uncommon to be totally precise. And that grants our probationary constable with name Peter Grant a lot of attention from several chief, detective chief inspectors. And that gains him as well, as he would say, a full-time uh, detective police officer position and a part-time job as a wizard trainee. And I loved uh, some of the parts which were mentioned because I already said Ben Aronovich has a really good sense for humor. And to be true, this is a very good mixture of real-life stories and information 
connected to the investigation and the police work itself. And then there are parts which are not that super common. And I took some short notes and I will just read it because some of them were really hilarious. Peter and his boss or governor, Detective Chief Inspector Thomas Nightingale, are visiting one of the suspects and there is a chat between them. You put a spell on the dog, I said as we left the house. Just a small one, said Nightingale. So magic is real, I said. Which makes you a... what? A wizard. Like Harry Potter? Nightingale sighed. I'm not a fictional character, said Nightingale. And that's just one of them. Obviously, uh, Mr. Nightingale is uh, living in a slightly different world. However, even he can put some... uh, Fancy and good British sense for humor. Another part. We are right now investigating something and... Well, again, discussion between our two characters. This isn't going to turn out well, is it? I ask. Not for the family that was living here, he said. As I stepped onto a gloomy landing, a word formed in my mind. Two syllables. Starting with a V and rhymes with dire. I froze in a place. Nightingale said that everything was true after a fashion and that had to include vampires, didn't it? I doubted that they were anything like they were in the books and on TV. And one thing was for certain. They absolutely weren't going to sparkle in the sunlight. In case you are getting the hint hint to a very specific uh, vampire series, well known, yes, you are very correct. I can say that uh, Ben has a very good sense for humor. And to be honest, uh, Peter is a good target and a Not only the person who is receiving it, but who is as well spreading the sense for humor. Um, But the truth is that the story is very nice. And as I said, it started with the realization that there is a magic. And Peter needs to right now learn quickly because he needs to solve the mystery. And he's trying to be as much good student as possible, bearing in mind that he is very easily distracted. And the truth is that, well, there are brutal and bizarre murders which are spreading through the city. And the Peter is plunged into a world where hmm, gods and goddesses are mingling with the mortals and he is the one who's supposed to make a truce among them. There is a long dead evil who is probably making the comeback. And he still is not very sure how to use that magic. And the fact is that scientia potestas est. Hmm. Science points east, I wondered. Science is portentous, yes. 
science protests too much, scientific potatoes rule, had I stumbled on the layer of dangerous plant geneticist? Well, no, Peter, no. You are just going to be a part of the folly. That means you are part of the group of wizards who are working for the police and are trying to investigate and eliminate the magical problems. The only trouble is that this department has one person, Detective Chief Inspector Thomas Nightingale. And now it is you who's going to be the helper. And that puts a load of fun into the story. There are grisly moments, no doubt about it. The murders are quite bizarre. And yes, there is a head flying here, bodies flying that direction. Yeah, let's be honest. It's not that you've never seen a drop of blood in this book. There is a bit of it. There is as well a mystery. Yes, there is investigation. Yes. Do we learn a bit about how it really works in the police world? Definitely. I think I already mentioned it, but Ben puts quite a lot of effort into explaining how the police, and especially the London's Metropolitan Police, work. And I find it really interesting because, yes, those of you who are watching the CSIs and NCIS and all the other police detective stories, you might know a little bit. But here it is more down to earth, mingled with that British sense for humor, which I love, and that makes it even more entertaining. And yes, it's not only lovely devilly that we interview one main suspect and that's it. It is as well about hours and hours of mindless work going through loads of paperwork, loads of CCTVs, videos, etc., etc., till you get something that is somewhere, somehow going to be maybe, hopefully, who knows, helpful for the investigation. And of course, there is a good banter among the characters. And I shouldn't leave out that magical creatures, which are in the story, and I already mentioned ghosts and vampires. But yeah, the rivers of London are mainly connected to the biggest river going through the city, the Thames. And guess what? It has a father and mother terms. And the trouble is, they are on not very good terms, to say it very nicely and politely. And unfortunately, Peter needs to settle it down. And guess what? There are many brooks that are flowing through the city two times, and they all need some goddess or a water nymph, orisa, or whichever name you use, be aware that even that small brook behind your house might have some goddess in there. So be aware when you next time go past the river and think about it. That's all from me for tonight, and I'm looking forward to the next part. And 
Okay, I promise tomorrow is Monday, so it won't be a reading day. Or at least I'll try not to, and I will hopefully talk about tomorrow, about the Toastmasters topic. That's for me, for tonight all. Have a good night, and let's read more. Okay, joking. Read only for those who want to. Those of you who don't want, you can just listen to me about my reading. Yeah, no ego there. Ciao!